I'm Jack Draper. Shout out to Quality Shot Tennis. Hey guys, and welcome back to the channel. Carlos Alcaraz becomes the youngest player in tennis history on the men's side to win the Sunshine Double. He won Miami last year. He's just won Indian Wells 2023, beating Daniel Medvedev in straight sets in incredible fashion, 6-3, 6-2. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about the match as a whole, analyze what happened and how Alcaraz managed to dismantle Daniel Medvedev, who was on an incredible unbeaten streak, winning three consecutive tournaments before we get into it, though, remember to hit that like button, do subscribe if you're new, and also to leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. Also, thank you to all our members. We've had quite a few new ones recently, so your support is greatly appreciated, as always. Genuinely, genuinely um, love all your support. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, keep it coming, because all your support means that it's going to come back into the channel, and we can make it even better. Okay, let's do this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about Carlos Alcaraz first and then we're going to talk about Daniel Medvedev as well. So Medvedev, you know, we said was on the unbeaten streak, so we're going to touch upon that and also then how he played today. But I want to start with Carlos Alcaraz because, look, an incredible victory. Uh, he was injured at the Australian Open, didn't manage to compete. This was his you know, first real hardcore tournament or first hardcore tournament completely this of this year. His first hardcore tournament this year. I mean, incredible. Absolutely incredible. And you can see here that played on the clay, of course. Uh, two tournaments on the clay, Buenos Aires and then also Rio de Janeiro. But then the first hardcore tournament he played, Indian Wells, this tournament, he beats Kokonakas, Kroikspor, Draper, Felix Auger-Liassim, Sinner and Medvedev. And the most impressive thing is he beats FAA, Sinner, and Medvedev back to back to back and in straight sets. Crazy. Crazy. He is a different gravy, it seems, to uh, the other players of his generation currently anyway. Won the US Open in 2021, we know. But how did he play? Well, he played some really, really good tennis. It has to be said. I wouldn't say it was his best level of tennis, but it didn't have to be on the day. Uh, served and volleyed really well. He completely exploited... Medvedev's deep return position and also exploited Medvedev's passive passive tactics that he was trying to utilize throughout the whole match. Safe serving as well from the, the Russian today. And Alcaraz just took advantage, returned really well, very deep into court, rushed Medvedev, made sure that he could get on the front foot in the return games very, very quickly. On the serve, Medvedev was reading that he was going to go out wide for the most part, but he wasn't able to do enough with the returns. And Alcaraz hit some incredible volleys on the stretch. Um, not just behind the first serve as a first strike, but sometimes he would also hit some incredible approach shots or get into the rally, get to neutral quickly or, or on the front foot when he could on that first strike and then try and finish off either at the net or with those power ground strokes we know he can execute from the baseline and then started to also utilize the drop shot incredibly well. Um, throughout the match, especially in the second set where you hit three drop shots in a row and three drop shot winners in a row um, in three consecutive points. And it, it was almost adding insult to injury with Medvedev just not able to really have any answers. And that's pretty much how the match ended up going. Medvedev just didn't really know what to do in all honesty. And it, it was a strange one because it almost seemed like he didn't know what to do and he didn't know how to adjust and 
it was it might have even got to a point where he might have been thinking I don't have any other tools to bring out my tool bag to try and combat what Alcaraz is doing. So I'm just going to have to keep on trying what I've been currently doing and hope that Alcaraz, either his level drops or he makes more mistakes or I can execute my current game plan better. And it just never came. Just never came. Um, but Alcaraz, as I said, extremely, extremely well-executed game plan for the most part. He made sure the conditions didn't really bother him. He still stuck to his guns. And the surface, we know that he loves hard courts as well. Um, loves the grass. Loves all surfaces, to be honest. But the slow hard court, for me, is probably his best surface. And, of course, the US Open is probably not a slow hard court. It's about a medium hard court in terms of pace. But it's on the slower side compared to the Australian Open, for example. And he, he won it there. He won a Grand Slam there. In Indian Wells, also looked really good last year. Lost in the semi-finals to Nadal. Won Miami last year. So this seems to be the type of conditions that he does thrive in as well. For Medvedev, we've got to talk about him. Because look, going into this, he was a man possessed. He'd won 17 consecutive matches, if I'm not mistaken. Winning three consecutive titles. He was looking to make it four after making the final of Indian Wells. That would have been incredible because he, if he had done that, he would have been the first person since Andy Murray in 2015 to win four consecutive titles. I mean, it would have been something to behold. It really would have been. And he has been in great form. And there's been some big improvements in his game. Do check out my video about Daniel Medvedev and his improvements. It's a separate video where I really do go into detail about what he changed during this period and why it's worked for him as well um, and why he's had success with those changes. But to be very brief, he's been more offensive on the forehand, trying to take more chances, trying to push opponents back and hitting with more depth and precision through the court on the forehand side is the first thing. He's been willing to do that rather than trying to take the initiative in a lot of points, especially on his serve, rather than saying, I'm going to go down with the court. I'm going to try and induce errors and I'm going to be a wall. He said, well, actually, let me add another layer where I can actually shorten points, not just on my serve, but in the ground stroke exchanges and get on the front foot when possible. Because why am I going to give my opponent an opportunity to get back into the point by playing more safe tennis? or perceived safe tennis anyway. And two, he's, served, he's been serving really well. He's been hitting his spots, again, being aggressive on the first serve, making sure that he's, his first serve percentage is up, or first, sorry, first serve speeds are up, first serve percentage is up. Um, of course, speed is all dependent on the type of spin as well. If he's going to hit a lot of slice serves, it's not going to be as quick as a flat or top spin serve for the most part. And... What he's also done well is his willingness to at least try to come forward. We know he's not the most natural than that. But what it does mean is, if he's going to try and implement that game plan, he then has the intent to be offensive. Now, I'm not saying that Medvedev needs to become Alcaraz or he needs to become Roger Federer in the way that he attacks. He's always looking to attack. But by being that tad bit more aggressive and being more proactive, let's say, in certain points, it's just meant that he's been able to give himself a bit of a cushion at times, especially on his service game, to then feel more comfortable 
in the return games where he he has more of a chance of breaking and it just gives him a bit of a rest at times. He doesn't have to continually battle and grind every single rally that he is trying to win. Um, and, and it's been really, really good to see. It has been. And also the added element of coming forward, as I said, not the most natural volume, but he has finished some points off of the net, which has been good to see. Um, and that will only get better. So what did he do today? What like I can tell you now, it just seemed like all of that went out the window. And I think he'll be disappointed if I'm being honest with you, because if he implements those that game plan, I still think Alcaraz wins, but I think he would have won in three sets or two tight sets. I don't think it would have been as comprehensive a victory as it was. Let's start off with the conditions. So the conditions are very windy at Indian Wells, or can be very indi- can be sorry even very windy at Indian Wells. They were in the final. Not, I mean, I don't think it was as extreme as the Nadal. Alcaraz match last year in the semi-finals, but you know it was windy at times. It was pretty blustery conditions, but Medvedev has been playing in those types of conditions throughout the week. Yes, albeit not against the same opposition as Alcaraz, but what I found is that he let the conditions really play on his mind, and also the courts as well, and the fact that Alcaraz is very attacking. So what he did is. He said, well, the conditions are not the best serving conditions. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go safe for my first serve and try and hit a lot of slice serves, get into play, and then see if I can get to neutral quickly and then try and build from there and win points like that. That didn't work. And it's probably the worst choice that you could have made because He's someone who on tour, when he's serving at his best, he's top five on tour, hands down, for his first serve, for sure. He hit zero aces today, zero. Now, Medvedev is known for getting through games at like 40, 50 seconds at times, hitting multiple aces in a row in just one game. Um, And he goes through spurts. I'm not saying that he's serving 20 aces every game, but I mean, not even five. Like that, that tells you something. It tells you that one, he was being super safe on his serve, and prioritizing hitting a higher percentage of first serves in rather than actually hitting them with purpose, with intent, trying to hit spots. And two, Alcaraz was was returning very well, and he was, to be honest with you. Um, So he wasn't, you know, he was on the stretch all the time, and, well, he was on the stretch at times and was still managing to get it back into court. He's not an easy person to ace, that's for sure. So zero aces, two double faults. First serve percentage now, look at this. Now, Alcaraz did take some risks on his first serve. He did try and hit spots. And what I don't get is if you've got a first serve, you need to go for it because your second serve is your is your bread and butter, your gimme. It almost felt like Medvedev was trying to hit more first serves in as that second serve gimme, if that makes sense. As a, I'm going to make this because uh, I'm worried that if I don't make my first serve, very windy conditions, I could double fault a lot. But he only made 65% of first serves in. So if you're going to utilize that tactic, you have to make more first serves in for the first, like as point one. Point two, you've got to back it up better then. 61% of first serve points one is really poor. 41% behind the second serve. Now, Alcaraz attacked the second serve as you'd expect. Movidev's second serve is not the best, in all honesty. Uh, but the first serve is where he really gets... It's where he gets those three points. Is where he's able to really push opponents um, and win 
the important clutch moments on his serve. Um, it's with that first serve, unreturnables, aces, or just getting that short ball that he wants to attack. So that was disappointing to see. And a lot of slice serves as well into the forehand of Alcaraz, which is a safe serve. The forehand is Alcaraz's strength. So he was getting punished at times, Medvedev, hence the, the stats you can see on screen. And it was very, very disappointing. It really was. And only towards the end did he try to actually take more of a gamble on the first serve or try and open up on that and go into the backhand or flatten out more. It's almost like he wasn't willing to do that, which is crazy. Valkyrie's 76% of first serves made, 81% of first serve points won. I mean, that's very, very good. 58% of second serve points won, also very good as well. So that's the first thing that Medvedev didn't do. Second thing, on the forehand. The forehand, the forehand, the forehand. It has been so much better the last few weeks. So much better. Uh, we talk about shot insights and shot quality. And I think his forehand was tracking around, um, so out of 10 is the metric, um, around 8.5, 8.6 at times on the forehand. In fact, on, as an average, it would be well below that today. Not only was he not trying to hit with aggression when he could on the forehand side, but he was hitting the net a lot. He was hitting it wide. He was hitting it short. He was hitting it long. Not all the time, but there were a lot of examples of this. And And then what happened is, in a few points, he would try to switch on that more aggressive mentality rather than going to type or going back to type, and he would end up making a mistake. And then, because there was that seed of hesitancy you felt in his mind, and he'd take the ball on the rise a couple of times uh, on the forehand side and find the net instead of getting it over. Look, I, I think that's that was a real, real problem for me. Um, because the backhand is always super solid and he can change direction okay for the most part and put people on the back foot. But even then on the backhand wasn't very aggressive either. But on the forehand, that's where he's been able to win the shorter points. And he wasn't able to do that because he just wasn't willing, Medvedev, to take that extra risk, which is just crazy to me. Crazy after you've had so much success in the last few weeks. So that's on the forehand and why he probably struggled a little bit in those exchanges because Alcaraz was winning the majority of the longer rallies. The the rallies passed nine shots. Alcaraz was winning. That's crazy, no? I mean, absolutely crazy um, to think about. Uh, I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I genuinely could not believe it. Uh, it was one of those things that you watch and you just think, hold on, maybe they're supposed to be a back like a, a backboard, someone that always gets the ball back into play and he gets you to make the mistake. Wasn't to be. Wasn't to be. Okay, so that's that. Let's talk about the points. Uh, so the winners unforced errors. So Alcaraz very solid at 19 winners to 10 unforced errors. Medvedev at four winners to 14 unforced errors. So not only wasn't he implementing a, implementing a more proactive game plan, and and was serving cautiously, he also was making more errors despite trying to play a more cautious brand of tennis. 14 unforced errors to 10 to Alcaraz, only 4 winners to 19 for the Spanish, or the Spaniard even, sorry. It just wasn't a good day at the office. It really, really wasn't from Medvedev. And then the third point is the net play. 
he came in, you can see that 15 times. I don't think that's correct. I don't think he came in that many times, in honesty. Um, but what I would say is in the first set, he definitely didn't. The second set, I think he did. 8 out of 15 points, 1 isn't great. Uh, 53%. 77% for Alcaraz is pretty good. 10 out of 13. I'm surprised that Medvedev statistically came in more than Alcaraz, in honesty. Um, but actually, to be fair to him, in the first set, he did come to the net a few times, but Alcaraz didn't manage to come up with a pass at all. Um, so he ended up uh, you know, hitting the ball at times into uh, into the net wide, etc., etc. So look at by the way, we're talking about first set of speeds. Average speed for Medvedev at 170 miles per hour, max speed 128. Now he can get above 130 easily. Average speed of 117 tells me that he's not really going for his serve too much, in honesty, because he can ramp that up big time. Look, so th- those are a few things which I think, look, I have to be honest with you, it's pretty disappointing. Um, the biggest thing here, by the way, we talk about nine plus shots. Alcaraz won 12 out of the 18 points that were nine plus shots. Crazy. Alcaraz also won the zero to four shot uh, stats as well. 34 points to 22 points. Five to eight shots, 13 to 10 in favor of um, Alcaraz as well. Crazy. Absolutely crazy to see. Um, and then if we talk about, you know, the, the serve as well from Medvedev, I was talking about it going into the forehand a lot, right? Which it was, was it not? Of course it was. It, it, it's crazy. It's genuinely just crazy, the fact that he would go into the the strength of your opponent that often um, beggars belief, honestly, it really, really does. Um, it's one of those things that you kind of watch and you just think, surely not. Surely you're not going to keep on making the same mistake uh, consistently. But it was. It was. It was just one of those things. One of those things. Um, but yeah, very, very impressive uh, in the end from Carlos Alcaraz. Gets it done in straight sets. What next? Well, he has Miami coming up and that's going to be something uh, where he'll be looking to win, of course. So Medvedev needs to pick himself up, dust himself off, really. And go again because he's had a fantastic few weeks. He doesn't want to ruin it, I would say. By uh, yeah, he let's be honest, he, he doesn't want to ruin it with this. Like, it would be crazy to just focus on it too much, um, in honesty. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, by the way, we'll talk about Medvedev and his serve, right? So, this is his first serve. Um, talking about his serve on against Alcaraz. So first serve, didn't make a huge amount of first serves, of course. But 79% on the juice court went to the forehand of Alcaraz. Only 21% down the tee to the backhand. 42% of first serves went down the tee. So that's on the ad court into the forehand of Alcaraz. 8% to the body, which, I mean, I'm having a look at it now. Those two really, one of them is a fo- ends up being a forehand because it's curving, it's a slice serve. And one of them, again, right on the cusp. So that's 8% to the body, but I'm going to say they're forehand. So 50% to the forehand, 50% into the backhand on the ad court. I mean, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. So that means on average, right? So let's say 80% on the juice court, 50% on the ad court. 
you're talking about 65% of his serves are going into the forehand. On the first serve, strange. Um, very, very strange. Second serve, by the way, even weirder. Even weirder, you would say. Because Medvedev, right, goes into the forehand 33%. on the juice court, 44% on the ad court. Crazy. And then 33% into the body on both ad court and juice court. Bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Um, it has to be said, like, it's just one of those things that you watch and just think, what's going on? Like, what's going on? Uh, but anyways, enough of that. Let me know your thoughts as well, though, on the on the match. Were you surprised, like me, that it was so comprehensive, so easy? Or were you actually thinking, no, I'm not surprised at all? Uh, and also, did you think Movedev would win and extend his unbeaten run? Let me know your thoughts. Uh, but that's all from me. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe and well. And do remember to leave a rating or review if you're listening on a podcast platform. We'll see you for the draw preview of prediction videos for Miami as well. And thank you for all your support on the channel as always. Stay safe and well, guys.